and welcome to This Week in James City County. I'm your host, Renee Dahlman. Today, we are once again joined by Diana Mormon. Diana is the Director of Elections and General Registrar. Welcome, Diana. Thanks for having me. It's always a treat. Always. And we I think we've done this. I don't even want to guess how many times. So uh, I don't know, but I'm okay doing it again. You're always good. fun to work with. Very good. Well, same with you. Okay. So Election Day coming up November 2nd, 2021. There's a lot of dates, a lot of information, and I'm just going to let you take it away and I'll interject questions as we go. That sounds great. Great. Uh, Early voting is September 17th until October 30th. Uh, That starts on a Friday. That is 46 days. We technically have to start 45 days, but we will go ahead and add the extra business day in there. And interestingly enough, we have the longest early voting timeframe for any state in the entire country. Uh, So we are constantly moving and going and making sure that everything is handled uh, in accordance to Virginia election law the entire time. Uh, We do have the vote center that is open, and that will uh, be at the Recreation Center, 5301 Long Hill Road. Uh, This tentatively will be the last election that we will have the vote center there. Uh, We will be moving it to a new location, hopefully uh, in the spring of next year. Uh, So we are open 8 a.m. to 5 p.m., Monday through Friday. And then the two Saturdays prior to the election, uh, that is October 23rd and October 30th. -hmm. And that also is 8 a.m. to 5 p.m., Monday through Friday, and those two Saturdays. Uh, The two Saturdays, we are always open before every single election, uh, the two Saturdays. So uh, all you have to do is have to have your photo, I'm sorry, you have to have your ID. No photo is required, it is just your ID. Sorry, I've been saying that for about 12 years and now I'm having to go back to saying just ID. Right. Uh, But we do check identification. Uh, We will hand you your correct ballot and then you simply go vote it like you would on election day. You fill it out at the voting booth, go over to the ballot box and insert your ballot into the machine. At that very moment, you can look at the little counter on the screen and you can see it go up by one. And that right there shows that your vote is counted. Uh, But people say, well, I want to see my voted ballot and I want to see it online. We don't have that. That's not available in Virginia. Uh, It is a private ballot. The second you enter your ballot is the second that it is voted. And it is a private vote. And it is always going to be private. So I just want to make that very clear. Uh, There were some questions about that back in November. And that is not the case. So we do not have them. Uh, we do always have the paper trail, okay. but we don't have, uh, you cannot go and say, hey, my name is Jane Smith and I want to see my ballot for Jane Smith. Uh, it just doesn't work that way. It's okay. a private ballot. Right. Absolutely. Okay. So, so going back uh-huh. to recap, it's at the vote center, which is located. What's the address again? It is at 5301 Long Hill Road. It's in the community rooms at the Long Hill Recreation Center or the James right. City County Recreation Center. And it is open from eight until five. And what are the dates? I just want to make sure we get those dates out there. September 17th until October 30th. Okay. All right. So people can go and vote in person. Let's go a little bit back to the um, ID because ID is important. And as you've said, it has changed over the year. Talk to us about ID. What do people need to bring with them? ID. It's as simple as a driver's license as your voter identification card that you have that we mail you. Uh, if you don't we have that, we can certainly mail you another, but your driver's license uh, and employee ID works just as well. Uh, military ID, passport, 
Uh, we recognize quite a few Indian tribes. Uh, if you have your Costco card, that is not acceptable, or a library card. If you work for Costco or the library, then that would be acceptable. Okay. Uh, but it is an employer ID uh, that works. I use my county ID as my um, method of identification. Okay. So what if someone doesn't have any of those? If they don't have any of those, uh, there is an affirmation statement that they can sign there saying that I am who I am under felony uh, penalty of law. Uh, and they can sign this, the affirmation right at that time. And we will allow you to vote uh, with your statement. And, uh, and then if you don't want to do that, then you have the choice to vote a provisional ballot. And then that would be decided um, for the canvas after the election. Okay. However, I will give the advice that there's no reason to do the provisional vote uh, when you can get your form and sign it right there. The provisional process is actually a lot more lengthy and you have to uh, write a whole lot more stuff on the envelope uh, than you, you would otherwise for the affirmation. Okay. All right. So you also mentioned the ballots. Is there just one or two ballots this year for James City County? Uh, there is one ballot per person and okay. one ballot style per person. However, uh, we do have seven different ballot styles in the county. And people say, what in the world's ballot style? And that's if uh, voters have different congressional districts, if they have ha different House of Delegates districts, uh, if they have different uh, voting districts uh, of the five districts here in the county. Uh, we do have two local uh, board of supervisors that are up for election. So it's two local districts as well as the school board for those districts. And that is what also um, requires us to have additional ballot styles. So a lot goes into it, a lot of science and technicalities uh, along the way, but we have everything prepared to make it as simple and straightforward as possible for our election officers on uh, for the entire time frame. Okay. And the great news is you have copies of all seven ballots on the website, correct? That is correct. We certainly do. So there's uh, some of them that say, what is the difference between the two? And uh, if there says a majority of one, that means that about 98% of the voters in that precinct have the one ballot style and then that other 2% have the other. Okay, so best thing to do is to once again, go online, you're going to be able to confirm what your precinct is or where you should vote and then go and look at your ballot. Because we are such a small community, that it's very easy to drive through, you know, both or James City, City of Williamsburg, York County, see all different sorts of signs of people to vote for. And it's always helpful to not be surprised when you show up at the polling place and go, oh, I thought this person was going to be on my ballot and they're not. So all of that exists on your website, right? That's correct. Okay. Uh, and what is your website? As soon as, it, as soon as it came available, we put that up. Excellent. And what's your website? It is uh, jamescitycountyva.gov slash vote. Perfect. Perfect. Okay. So we've talked about the vote center yes. and we've talked about the hours and when it's going to be open. We've talked about the ID. We've talked about ballots. That should be it, right? <laughs> no. Oh, I so wish. <laughs> <laughs> There's so much more to it. Yes. So what if? People don't want to go to the vote center, but they want to vote early. Why do they Okay, do? so there's a couple of options. Uh, the vote center is, uh, if they don't want to make it within those 45 days, uh, that's perfectly fine. There are two other options. Uh, option number one is you can request a ballot by mail. 
The interesting thing now is that you can request the ballot by mail for the one election, uh, or as of July uh, July 1st, this of a few months ago, uh, you can now request a permanent absentee ballot application or a abs- permanent absentee ballot. And we will, from this point forward, forevermore, until you request us to stop, uh, we will mail you your ballot to your home address. And uh, there are a couple of things that you can change along the way if you would like to. We are certainly uh, open to allowing you to do that. Uh, but for the most part, that permanent absentee would allow you to vote until the end of time okay. uh, for you to vote and uh, make sure your ballot is counted. Uh, for getting those ballots back, we actually now are required by law to pay for the postage for them to be returned back to us. And some people say, hey, I just don't feel comfortable with the mail. And we do have drop boxes that we're now required by law to have. And then I've added on two additional as well. So the one drop box is here at the office. We're at 5300 Palmer Lane. Uh, or you can go to the boat center there, uh, drop it off. And they're nice red and white striped bins that say a ballot drop in navy blue and white. And uh, then we have two additional locations that we will activate uh, the 10 business days prior to the election. And that will be down for the south side, that, or the south end of the county, rather. Uh, that will be in Building F at the Government Center, 8 a.m. to 5 p.m., Monday through Friday. And then also in the north end of the county, we will be at the Croker Library, the James City County Library. Uh, and that is on Croker Road. And that will be available also 8 to 5, uh, the 10 business days prior to the election. Uh, they are under 24-hour camera surveillance. And we do have a team that goes through and picks those up on a daily basis and make sure that there isn't anything sitting in the box overnight. So we do have that election and security in place at all times. Very good. Very important. It is. So what if I get an absentee ballot and I'm going to go drop it off, uh-huh. but then I get to the vote center and it's so exciting and I want to vote right there. Is that possible? It is. Uh, we do request that you vote your ballot and put it into the ballot drop box because okay. that's what you requested initially. Mm-hmm. Uh, those ballots are about, we're, we're up to $6 a ballot now for us wow. to be able to mail those out. And that's a lot of money that uh, is incurred by the county. But if you are so inclined to do that, uh, you can bring your ballot that we mailed you into the vote center. Uh, or if you don't have it, then we will have you sign a, a, an affirmation or a statement of voter rather. Uh, that you do not, or you applied for, but did not receive, or you lost your ballot, even though we know it's still sitting on your kitchen island. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) We will have you sign that form, and then we will give you a new ballot right then and there, and you can vote it just like you were in person. Okay, but again, that is not the preference. The preference is you vote the ballot you have. Right, and if you are, if you want to be a permanent voter, we do ask that you do that mail by process. And if not, just be removed from the uh, the permanent mail listing mm-hmm. and go in and vote in person if you'd like. And you can still do the one-time request uh, for a ballot for elections going forward should you not be able to make it to the polls. Well, and I think that that's a really good option, especially in our community where we have a lot of folks that are retired and that are able to go and spend their winters in Florida, let's say. And that way, if they do the permanent request, then they don't have to worry about that every year. It's taken care of for them. They'll get their ballot, they can vote, and then they can go on to their summer or winter homes. (laughs) Yes. Uh, The code says that for permanent absentee, we must mail it to the home address. Okay. Uh, So we want to be clear with that. We do make one-time exceptions on different applications, 
uh, but for the permanent listing, it must be mailed to the home address. That is very good to say. Okay, so when, and you may have already said this, so forgive me if I it's missed okay. it. When do you start to mail out ballots for absentee voting? We will start those the same day that we start early voting, and that is okay. September 17th. Okay, so for this year, as long as you're still going to be in town, you know, September 17th, 18th, whenever, you'll get your ballot, and then you'll be able to take care of that. And That's then correct. you can go on to your winter home. Yes. I would and like a winter home. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't that be nice? <laughs> it would be. It would be. So what else is there? We've talked about mail-in. We talked about ballot drop-off stations. And at the end of this, we're going to have a listing of all the information that you have um, for those. What is the last day to request an absentee ballot? The last day to request an absentee ballot is October 22nd. Okay. Is the last day to request an absentee ballot by mail. That's Friday, October 22nd. Okay. Uh, that gives nice. us enough time to get the application process, get the mail to the voter, and then have the voter be able to have that opportunity to get it back to us in the mail. Uh, for the mail, if we, if you, if the voter mails the ballot uh, on or before election day, and it is postmarked, if we get it before noon on the Friday after the election, we are now required by law to count that ballot. Okay. Uh, so that is another a little bit of a variance that we've had in the past. Uh, we did have that last year. However, now this is a permanent law that has gone into place. Okay. Um, the other thing is if somebody is able to or wants to get out to go to the polls to vote, uh, but they are they have uh, an inability due to disability or a few other factors, uh, they can pull up to the curbside and we can bring the ballot out to them. Uh, we are now required by law to have signage on every one of the curbs for each of our polling places, as well as the vote center, uh, giving the office's phone number here. Uh, we do ask that voters turn on their flashers or their uh, emergency hazard lights and uh, have a little bit of patience with us. Uh, we've got to call the office or call the vote center or the precinct, have somebody come out, and it's a, it's a process, uh, so you just have to have a little bit of patience with it. Yep. Absolutely. But a very worthy process. Very much so. So, Yeah, absolutely. So what if somebody has recently moved to the county and they need to register to vote? What is their deadline for that, first of all? The deadline for that is October uh, 12th. So October 11th is Columbus Day. Since there is no postage on that day, uh, we always shift it to the next uh, business day to add that extra uh, barrier in there. Okay. Uh, So it is October 12th this year. Okay. And where can people register to vote? Online is the best way. If you have a valid Virginia driver's license, you can go to the, through the, I'm sorry, through the uh, citizen portal. Okay. And that is at the uh, Department of Elections website. It's elections.virginia, all spelled out, .gov. So the voter can go there, enter their information. And a lot of people say, I'm not entering my social security number and I'm not entering my driver's license number. And that is a protective uh, barrier for voters and to help their information to stay private. Uh, The reason why we need that is so that we can better identify you. If I go in right now and enter the last four of my social security number, there are over 100 people in the state that have the same last four as me. So it is extremely important that we have that full social that they enter into the system um, to identify that it is, in fact, uh, the correct person that's trying to log on. 
Absolutely. Because it does have sensitive information, like the voter, uh, the, the voter history uh, that you did vote in the election. We don't know how you voted. Like I said, that's always private, uh, but it does show the voter history for the voter credit. Okay. Good to know. Good to know. What if, I like coming up with what ifs because sure. you're always good right on the fly. What if I got an absentee ballot and I voted it and I put it in and got it um, witnessed and my husband did too. And he got his and we signed it and all is good. Can I drop both of our ballots off? Yes, you can. Uh, the only time that we would have to check your identification is if you handed it personally to one of my staff or myself okay, uh, or somebody here in the office. Uh, but we do have the ballot drop box right in our lobby. And, uh, and so then you'll just put it in there and it's secure. And we, again, empty that as well every single night. Okay, very good. Now, there may be people that haven't voted for years or just forget, you know, every six months or whatever. Do, can people go to your office to vote? No, uh, we have it as the vote center. My office right now currently is so small. Uh, that we can only fit one person or an immediate family at a time uh, in our lobby. Uh, the vote center, if anybody's been there, oh gosh, it's wonderful. Yes. Uh, so it is just a big open airy room and uh, you'll walk in. And uh, interestingly, if the voters, if you do go to our website, there is a one minute little video uh, that our communications team has put together that is amazing. It goes step-by-step step through the entire process and you can see the room and see exactly what happens for the entire time frame that you're there. So if there aren't any lines, it's about a five minute process all the way from the time that you walk into the room, get your ballot, show your ID, vote your ballot and insert it into the machine. So it's a rather quick process. Okay, very good. Now, election day. Yes. So that's November 2nd. Say people just, they always, no matter what, wanna vote on the actual day, election sure. day, November 2nd, Polls are open from 6 a.m. until 7 p.m.? That is correct. Okay. At all polling places. So and the how vote many, center, I'm sorry. The vote center is only open on election day to those people that are assigned to Jamestown B precinct. Okay. Uh, so don't go to the vote center wanting to vote on election day. You've got to go to your assigned precinct. Okay. If you have an absentee ballot, can you drop it off at the vote center on election day? Yes, that's correct. Okay. Uh, election day, all of the the precincts have ballot drop stations. Uh, they are at the greeters table and there's a little sign that says, hey, uh, ballot drop station here. And uh, so we do accept those and we collect those throughout the day. Uh, or if you would like, you can exchange your ballot there, uh, turn it into the chief of the precinct and they will make notes in the computer and then give you a ballot that you can vote right there. Okay. So whatever the preference is, we really do try to be advocates for the voter and whatever their uh, uh, needs are, and we try to help um, provide that. Okay, very good. Now, this is a lot of our polling state or precincts are in schools. Yes. And are schools open this year on election day? No, we are never open on November uh, for November elections. Okay. Uh, it is now a statewide holiday. Uh, it is not recognized in some uh, localities or schools. However, the county has been amazing uh, with making sure that the schools are closed for November. And interestingly, November- Not the entire month of November. 
Oh. I just, I just heard a whole bunch of school kids go. Woo-hoo! Oh my gosh. I don't know. I think some of them are actually happy to be back in school now. Yes, I agree. I agree. So November, no, 2nd. Bo- November 2nd. Kids. Right. <laughs> Sorry, teachers. Yeah. Okay. So November, and that's great because I know that there's congestion around the schools as well. So that's nice that that's yes. the case. Um, and Uh, now I feel like I'm bouncing around, but another thing that I think is really important for folks to know about the vote center is parking, that there's, even though the rec center is, or the recreation center is busy, there's still reserved spots for people to go vote, right? There is. Um, In in June, we had quite a few users at the recreation center that ignored all of our signs, and I'm optimistic that that won't happen for this election, and that we will have just the voters in that one area. Uh, because it is important for them to have the ability to get in and out uh, in a, a quick time frame. Absolutely. Now, I have a question that I should know the answer to, but I'm going to admit that I do not. Are okay. there any constitutional amendments on the ballot this year? <sighs> no. Oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Those typically only happen uh, during the presidential election year because they have the highest uh, potential to get the most votes. Uh, and that's why we have them during the presidential election years. Uh, this election, we do not. Uh, okay. We do have governor, lieutenant governor, attorney general, uh, the House of Delegates. We are in the 93rd and the 96th. And then we also have local elections for Jamestown District, Powhatan District, Board of Supervisors, as well as school board. So there's a lot on the ballot. I think that should be enough to tide people over. Uh, <laughs> Until midterms next year. <laughs> Very good. Yeah, it is. It is plenty. That is for sure. So any other new rules or laws that we need to be aware of before we vote? Yes. Um, this now that we technically, quote unquote, are out of the official pandemic, uh, as recognized by the state, uh, we are now required again to have the witness signature for absentee ballot applications. Okay. Uh, so if you do request a ballot, uh, past year we didn't request or we didn't require the, the witness signature. However, that is going to be the case. It is now reinstated to have that requirement. Uh, so you must have someone 18 years of age or older uh, in order to be able to assist you with uh, voting the ballot, or I'm sorry, witnessing the, the ballot was inserted into the envelope. Uh, just to make sure that everything is uh, above board. Uh, The other thing is, is that effective July 1st is uh, no guns or firearms are permitted anywhere um, in the elections office at the vote center or any of our precincts. It used to be kind of either or, depending on the type of the precinct, and that is no longer the case. It is effective uh, July 1st, Um, that no firearms are permitted on the premises, of course, except for uh, retired law enforcement and active duty law enforcement. Okay. So leave your guns at home. Yes. But bring your ID. Yes. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) All right. Well, Diana, first of all, I just have to say, I'm amazed that you and your office are able to keep up with all of these changes. And there have been a lot of changes over the last few years. There have been. That must be a, a full-time job, obviously. <laughs> it is. Oh my gosh. I, wow. Even when I was appointed to this position five or six years ago, it has just changed dramatically from what I had uh, to what we have now. The needs just on, on every point are just so drastic from what we had. So thank goodness that the county is supportive of us and helps make sure that we have what we need to make sure that we run successful, clear, 
um, elections. Yeah, so important. One last thing I just thought about, volunteers. Are you looking for officers of election? We are always looking for election officers. Uh, We, I, I honestly am not sure where we stand with those. I know that we sent out the mailer for quite a few. Um, We are still in the infancy stages of appointing all of our election officers to their precincts. And uh, if we do need more, I will be posting that on our website. Great. Uh, But we are always encouraging people to do their civic duty. Mm -hmm. And I think that once they work one election, they say, oh my gosh, this isn't what the news is talking about. And there actually is a chain of custody and there is security and there is transparency in what we do. And we are very proud of that. Uh, so I encourage everyone to do their civic duty and and come help be part of the solution. Normally there's food and nice things, right? It's a <laughs> it's a good experience. <laughs> it is. Uh, each precinct, the the chief is uh, kind of they take it under their wing on what they do for catering or uh, whether it's potluck or bring your own or whatever it is. But they typically do very well in that department. Very good. You will not go hungry. So no. <laughs> very good. All right. Anything else before we wrap up? Uh, not that I can think of. Just make sure that you get there and vote. You know, we are open 45 days. We are open the two Saturdays. We do have no excuse early voting. We do have election day. Uh, so for someone to say that I was too busy and couldn't get it, get to the polls or couldn't get my ballot mailed to me, uh, there's no excuse anymore. So get out and get voted. Uh, if you don't vote, you can't complain. That's what very, I say. <laughs> very good. Very good. Well, Diana, as always, thank you so much. This is always such a great podcast and you give us so much information. So I really appreciate it. Thank you for having me. I'm always uh, excited to be here and um, we'll see you next time. See you next time. Thanks. Well, that wraps up this episode of This Week in James City County. Thank you so much for tuning in. As always, please take a moment to go online and subscribe. That way you will be sure to never miss an episode. You can also go to our website at jamescitycountyva.gov slash podcast. And while there, you're going to be able to find all of our shows as well as a form that you can complete, give us show ideas, comments, criticisms, got it that time. And we would love to hear from you. So once again, thank you so much. And we will talk with you next time. 